1: Is money, power, and respect truly the key to life? That's what we're discussing this week on The Devil is a Lie. The devil is a lie. Here's your host, Angel Nicole.
0: The devil is a lie.
1: Now, if you're familiar with The Locks, the 90s hip-hop group, then you remember when Little Kim told us that the key to life was money, power, and respect. Now, there's a common misconception that money breeds happiness, power sparks peace, and respect garners loyalty. For many of us, we've been chasing falsities around what really matters. And today, I've invited my sister friend, Tamar Braxton, to the table to share some of the keys that she's found to make life all the more enjoyable and rewarding. The multi-Grammy award-nominated singer and five-time Emmy-nominated creative Tamar Braxton has witnessed the many facets of life in a lot of different ways, okay? Many people see her as a pretty face and beautiful voice, but I can attest to the hardworking businesswoman, mother, and chef—y'all may not know about the chef part— <laughs> That's all wrapped up into this tiny little body that stills find time to advocate for mental health, specifically within the Black and brown communities. So without further ado, please allow me to welcome my sister friend, Miss Tay-Tay. Hi.
0: Oh, what an introduction, baby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you. Tay, so tell me, how have you been? How, like, what, what you been up to these days?
0: I have, I guess I can talk about it now because it just made the trades today. I have been doing um, (laughs) a a scripted series. I'm really excited about it. It's called Kingdom Business. Um, And it has, it's starring Yolanda Adams, Kirk Franklin, uh, myself, Soraya, and Michael J. White. And it's it's an an amazing ensemble cast. I can't believe that I'm a part of it. And uh, it's like, It's going to be on BET Plus, but it's like um, the gospel version to Empire. So when is it launching? 2022, next year. Okay. Okay. Let me also give everybody this disclaimer. I'm a single mother. My son is out here at running them up and I'm trying to keep him quiet, but it is what it is. So everybody who's a single parent can understand the struggle, baby. Okay yes, And it's real. It is real.
1: It is real. All right. So. Okay. So you have this whole gospel ensemble that you have teamed up with, taking you back to your gospel church roots. Yeah. What has that transition, and it's really not even a transition, but what has that process been like for you?
0: It's been very easy. And it has been easy because the anchor has been my faith. And um, the truth is, you know, I have, you know, basically been straying away from that, running from, you know, I guess who I am really supposed to be and what I'm supposed to do because I want to do things, I wanted to do things Tamar way. But you know, what I have learned is the only thing that I do for Christ will last. And you know, for me, that's enough. So the transition has been amazing necessary and something that I'm most proud of.
1: So one of the things that I know, um, back when, you know, we were deeply, like, in the grind of producing under construction, a lot yeah. of your fans really wanted to know, when is this Tay-Tay music? When can us Tay-Martians can get something fresh and new? Is that something that you're still working on in the midst of everything that you're doing with this new television show?
0: Yes, yes. Um, Music. Music of all kinds. Yeah. <laughs> in 2022.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all kinds. I heard that little... Uh, that... <laughs>
0: <laughs> <A> little, <laughs> yeah, all kinds of. You know, I'm putting together, you know, something that's really near and dear and personal, you know, for me. And I just think in this season, it's important for me to share how I've come over. You know, my the time when I when, when it wasn't so great. You know, the times when it was dark. And you know, I just think that it's important, you know, to share what actually worked. because everybody's always looking for like, well, how did you do this? How can I do this? And so I just feel like um, it's important to me to share those things.
1: Now, when we talk about what actually works, to me, that's all around walking in truth, transparency, and and honesty. And a lot of times people, they just see Oh, there's Tay. Oh, you know, there's this amazing, beautiful, uh, talented woman. I Ooh, want her life. I like, darling. <laughs> that goes back to how we started the show with the money, the power, respect. So there's yeah. literally this idea that floats around in most people's mind that, well, if I get money, I am genuinely going to be happy. Eh, wrong answer. Wrong <laughs> answer. You
0: know, listen, I remember speaking to Steve Harvey before um, Love and War even came out. Right. So this is when I was still, you know, trying to be respected as a solo singer. And he was like, let me tell you something. New levels, new devils. Mm. And I had no idea what he was talking about. You know, Biggie Small said it himself. He was like, more money, more problems. And that is the truth. You know, I feel like sometimes when people think that you have a lot of money, that means you have a lot of money to waste. Say word. Or Say that word. you
1: have it available for oh, yeah.
0: them. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even get that yet. You know what I mean? So, you know, people want to, you know, I, I guess... Um, attach themselves Mm -hmm. to you in any way possible. And it's never, I mean, it's not always something that is positive. Right. You know, that attachment is not always positive. Sometimes that attachment comes with a lawsuit. Yep. Sometimes that attachment comes with, you know, trying to trap somebody, trying to extort somebody. You know what I mean? You know, the attachment comes, you know, in different ways. But then there's the other side of the attachment where, you know, you attract who you are. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, the sunny side of the street, but not all the time your first go around, do you see that?
1: So how have you learned to identify? Because you've been in the game a long time, like since you was 16, 15 or younger.
0: Yeah. I, I think you wanna <laughs> see me and my sisters. I was getting my life like this. Exactly. thirteen, <laughs> like fourteen 13, 14 years old. So
1: Ooh. you've been in, in this for a couple decades now. And so you have now learned what I would call discernment. How have you been able to utilize discernment to walk and own your purpose, but to also protect your peace? Well, first of all, I keep my circle small.
0: I don't involve a lot of people in my business or in my personal life. And I can attribute that to you know discernment, but it's just, you gotta know better. You know what I mean? And when you know better, you definitely do better. And, um, you know, you just got to, you know, watch people's intentions. Why is this person here? Mm -hmm. Number one. You know what I mean? And if that's not clear, then that is a red flag. Right. Yeah.
1: And so as you continue to grow and all of the different things that you've done and, and the morphing that you have done... What would you say is the one aspect of Tamar that you're most proud of seeing every day today? What am I most proud of? I'm
0: most proud of being in control of my emotions
1: That's real because
0: that, yeah, that's where things start, you know um if I am not you know, out of control, if my mouth is not all over the place, <laughs> meaning if I'm not watching what comes out of my mouth, then I am not responsible for the temperature that I set around me. Mm-hmm. So therefore, um, I always have to make sure that I do that. And I have been doing that successfully. You know, not everything needs to be said and not everything needs to be said out loud. And definitely not everything needs to be said in front of strangers. Mm hmm. As before, I guess, be coming from, you know, the reality world, you know, I would just be so free to say whatever and act whatever, you know, and then wonder why, you know, I've been depicted in such a negative light when that was never my intent, you know, but um, it's also because I wasn't in control of my emotions. At any point of time, I could blow up, somebody pop off, I felt like that gave me all the right to pop off, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes now you pop off by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> which has been better for me. You know what I'm saying? You know, and I think, you know, people really do still to this day, you know, test me. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, thank God, you know, I have been, you know, successful lately at passing (laughs) that test. So yeah, you know, God is good. The devil is a lie.
1: All right. So the title of this show is The Devil is a Lie. Ain't it though? H-E. Now, when I first told you the title, what was your thoughts about the title of the show? What the show is going to be about all that? Like, what, what was your first reaction?
0: This is very necessary because I just feel like the devil comes in many, many forms. You know, people think that the devil is a red person with a port. what is a pitchfork? Right. He is not. He is your mother-in-law. He is your father-in-law. He is your boyfriend sometimes. He is your baby daddy. He is your sister. He is your cousin. Okay. He is the lady at the drive-thru at McDonald's who's trying and testing your patience.
1: He's the bottle. He's the drugs. He's the bottle. He's
0: he is the drugs. He is he is the uh ne- negative balance in your account, honey. He is stopping you from your hopes and your dreams and your thoughts. And you know, you you being everything you were supposed to be. That is the devil. Right. Yes
1: right so it's very necessary so one of the things that i really want this show to be able to do is to minister to people in the in the sense that what you're going through you're not the only person that's going through it or have gone through it but also we don't want people to get caught up in their thoughts we don't want people to think that i can't do something because My brain's telling me I'm not worthy. Mm. I'm curious if you would be willing to share a time where you felt like, can I do this? Or am I good enough to do this? Or where you had those imposter syndrome thoughts, which we're referring to as the devil in your ear, in your head, telling you, you couldn't, but you did. And- oh, that's
0: every day. I mean, pick one, you know, it's like, listen, Um, a lot of people don't know that I'm super shy. I know. <laughs> no one believes it. <laughs> no one believes it. And, you know, I'm really only comfortable with people that I know, you know, and every day I feel like, you know, I have to push myself to, you know, doing things that I don't want to do like it's really hard for me to get up and have a concert. A lot of people don't get that like it's a lot of people out there, hard people <laughs> and although I love to sing um you know those first two songs is hard for me, you know, or public speaking <sighs> I love to talk, you know um I have a a lot of you know important things or you know, poignant, poignant things that, you know, said that can help people. But the first 10 minutes of me being up there, I'm scared. <laughs> um, and I just, I think what I'm saying is just opening myself up um, for people to, you know, have a, an opinion hmm. about, especially when I didn't ask you. <laughs> and especially when you are holding me to this regard of, um how is her attitude? Mm. Which, how is she going to deal with this? Now what she's going to do next? You know what I mean? Those type right. of things. Um, but, you know, what you have to do is put your talent before your mind mm. and just go off on your faith and, and know that God gave you this talent, you know, to share with the world. If he, if, he, if he wasn't supposed to have it, he wouldn't have given it to you. And so I have to keep reminding myself that this is not my life. I'm living my life for Christ. And Period. it really, it really does mean everything to me. So if he sets me up for it, then I have to, you know, finish that because it has nothing to do with me; it has everything to do with him and what he wants for me. Because I don't try it my way, <laughs> and I'ma tell you, baby, that didn't work out too well. <laughs> it was very hurtful. It was, you know, it was a catastrophe. And so I might as well go the route that I know that's going to work.
1: (laughs) Now, when you say that it did, how, what did it take for you to learn that lesson? I crashed
0: and burned (laughs) in every aspect, my personal life, my financial life, my life being a, a single mother, being single at 40, trying to figure out where me and my son is going to live, trying to figure out what I'm going to do next with my career. Yeah, it all came tumbling down. And it was because I wanted to, I thought that I had the answers because I'm Tamar and it's been working this long, (laughs) you know? And it just doesn't work that way. It's like, girl, bye, you know? So, yeah. Okay,
1: so when you crash and burn, how do you rebuild? (sighs) Because sometimes the rebuild phase is the part where we're telling ourselves well, where are you gonna go, what are you gonna do? how did you rebuild
0: well for me um it it was a lot of counseling that was you know involved you know I was broken in every piece of Tamar <laughs> you know I was shattered, and I didn't have the answers to put the pieces of the puzzle back together again, and so I had to go to a professional who could guide me into, you know, rebuilding my life and, you know, learning the tools that I needed, you know, to build this brick house. Because
1: my house was built on sticks and quicksand. So now that you have a solid foundation, what does Tamar want?
0: (sighs) Um, I want everything that I missed, everything that the devil stole. I want back tenfold.
1: I like the little... Head nod at the end, like because
0: I, I, I'm I'm very serious, I'm very serious, and I'm very intentional with the things that I say. Mm-hmm. You know, um that's not a question for me to think. I mean, there's not nothing for me to think about. Oh, what? A, mm, I don't know. Mm, well, then you're not ready. <laughs> you're yeah. not ready for the person if you don't know. And so there you have it. I want everything the double stone and then some.
1: And so when it comes to getting everything that the devil stole, there has to be some work involved.
0: Oh, baby. And it don't have to be your (laughs) (laughs) B-Day.
1: So what are you doing? Like, what's your work ethic like? Like, you know, are you getting up at 5 a.m.? Like, you know, are you working out? Like, what is your daily regime look like to ensure That you're not only relying on your faith, but you're putting in the work.
0: Oh, well, you know, in the beginning of of this healing process, um, a big part of my therapy was um, physical because I'd gained almost 60 pounds and I just totally let myself go. But I think the first thing, if this is something that you know it's time for you to do, is make the decision to get out of bed every day. Be responsible for a place you need to be at a specific time. And that's what helped me. I spent my money on these classes. (laughs) And let me tell you all something. I was rubbing two nickels together. (laughs) Okay. Not like everybody's, but I'm just saying I wasn't as bad off as everybody, but I wasn't as good as everybody would think I was. Okay. Um, I had spent my money and I was responsible for the the money that I spent and I didn't want to waste my money. And Becky, I got up every day. I didn't want to, but I had, you have to, you have to, you have to put boundaries. You know what I mean? You can't just have a free for all. You know what I mean? You have to give yourself some rules and stick by them and make a conscious decision to be true to yourself. This time I'm going to take care of me. How do I take care of me? I have to get up out of bed every single day. That's the first decision. The second decision is seek some help. Obviously, you're here because you don't have all the answers and that's okay. <laughs> you know, that is fine. You know, I was saying the other day, I was like, one of the most amazing gifts that God has given us is therapy. Holy macaroni. <laughs> like, it's one of the best things that's ever happened to me. I will always stay under construction. I will always be in therapy. I will always seek therapy, you know, Mm -hmm. it might not be as often, Mm -hmm. but you know, that's something that I'll definitely make sure because I feel like you got to check in with yourself. You know what I mean? Just like you check on your kids or you check on your job, you got to check in within to make sure that your pillars are met because if not, you don't set those foundations, those walls will come tumbling down again
1: (laughs) They don't just tumble down once. You got to always check in. And your pillars, just for the people who may have never had therapy, those are the elements that you deem most important to you. Is that correct? For sure. okay, For
0: sure. Now, I have a few. And mine is family, God, my job, and my love life. Now, we're working on this love stuff now. <laughs> we are waiting on the Lord and we're being of good courage, baby. But I do know that when he comes, I will be whole. And I won't look to him to fulfill my life. He will be an added desire, an added part of my life to make up my life. But he won't be my life. Amen. The devil is alive.
1: Now, I want to go back a little bit to something that you said when you said your coins may not have looked like everybody thought they looked. Yeah, for sure. How do you deal with the expectations that society places on you and the expectations of what they automatically assume you are or you have or you're doing versus the reality of where you are in certain moments in your life? Well, first of all, I don't care. (laughs)
0: <laughs> at all. And most people think that I do, <laughs> or are so materialistic and she likes this, that, and the other. Yeah, I like nice things. I do. I like nice things, but I don't have to <laughs> to make me happy. And I'm definitely not keeping up with people. You know, I look at people and I'll be like, oh, you living outside of your means. You want to be outside for what? You're broken. You're a broken person. And I'm not broken anymore. So those things mean nothing to me. Like, I can't tell you the Well, le- oh, Okay, I'm not going to lie. Before the last time. I can't tell you the last time I bought a new pair of shoes.
1: <laughs> and the last time was last week, y'all. I know. Yeah, but I, but I had had. <laughs> it was to for a show.
0: I know. It was for my show and I wasn't home. I hadn't been home in three months. And I I didn't have, you know, a pair of heels. You know what I'm saying? And so I had to, you know, get a pair of heels. But trust me, I was, how much she is, girl? I don't do that no more. You know, now now I put my money, you know, where it's going to work for me and for my child. Because, you know, it's not fair to him for his mother to be gone all the time and for me to be irresponsible with the blessings that God have given me. No, that's another part of being whole. You have to be responsible.
1: Now, with being responsible, Especially financially responsible. Can we talk about some of the investments that you're making and not only you, but into the community?
0: For sure. I have teamed up with an amazing partner of mine. His name is Marquise Boone. And, you know, we have a lot of projects together. And one of the ones that I'm really excited about is um, building a 10 home um, community. And these are for people who started to you know blossom in their career and, and and blossom financially, and um these are ten homes that normally would be hard to finance We're going to make that much easier for you. and um also you know, a place where inside of the city of Atlanta, which would be called elite and hard to get into, we're making it easier for people
1: and our community to be a part and have a piece
0: of this prime real estate.
1: That's amazing. Okay. So as we get ready to close out our conversation. Okay. One of the things that you mentioned, that fourth pillar that's missing is love. Yeah. Are you ready for love? Oh, I'm a Pisces. so I am love. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot with you.
0: I am an amazing partner <laughs> I'm an amazing partner you know whoever God has for me is a very blessed man because I'm an amazing partner I'm so ready for him
1: <laughs> we keeping it holy she ready to bless her beau my and husband she ready for beau because I am a wife her. not a girlfriend
0: that's why that doesn't work out for me <laughs> Say, say it again for the people in the back. I am a wife, not a girlfriend, so that's why that part doesn't work out for me. This whole dating shenanigans is not written in the book of Tamar. <laughs> it's foolishness. Okay, I got somebody on ice right now. I want him to be on ice. I want to be in sunshine. He don't want to be in sunshine.
1: When when it comes to a good mate, yeah. what does that look like?
0: Number one is honesty. Can you tell the truth? Yeah, a lot of people out already. Can you keep it a buck? Because if you can't keep it a buck with me, you can't keep it a buck with yourself. And I can't do nothing with that. This is not 1-800-BUILD-A-M-A-N. build I am not here. I'm here to support you. But I'm not here to build you. Yeah, You got to come to me whole. Because, see, I'm healed now. You see what I'm saying? It's been 20 months of extensive therapy. Tay-Tay is healed or healing. I ain't got time for that. So it, for me, it's it's the honesty can I trust you? Can I trust what you say? What about your word? Is it your bond? Yeah, no. Because if you're not, none of those things, we can't, where are we, where we going? Where? What's the name of it? It's called no. That's the name of it. The name of it is no. Okay.
1: So, honesty, truthful, which is honesty. We can't go past that. Fuck.
0: Why are we getting into finance if you can't tell the truth? You lying about that? <laughs> <laughs> okay like wh- why are we talking about morals you're lying about that like what are you talking about i mean right yeah like that is the foundation of it all you gotta be trustworthy you gotta be honest period whatever your last relationship you're lying about that yeah what would she say
1: <laughs> you, i can't i can't i can't so yep that is it for me and so what would you say is the greatest lesson that you've learned From marriage?
0: Um, Well, the one that counted. Um, (laughs) Well, well, the other one, the judge wouldn't annul it. I I knew, knew, it's a long story. It'll be in my book. (laughs) The greatest lesson is that it's not all about me. It's not all about what I want. It's not on my time. This is not just my life, someone else's life. And I have to take that into consideration.
1: That's a really good lesson, Tay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm not just showing up for me. I have a plus one. I have to represent him at all times. It's not all about you. And that doesn't mean that you are rollover rover. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't mean that you you know, are being controlled. No, that means I have respect for whom God has placed in my life. I respect this person, so I'm not going to disrespect him. I respect this person, so I'm not going to be loud with him in public. I respect him, so I'm not going to embarrass him in front of his friends and his employees. I'm not going to do that. I respect him, so I'm going to fix his plate. Can you get with that? Can you humble thyself, Miss Moneymaker, to fix your man a plate and not on a paper plate and treat him like a king when he come home and allow him to be the king of his castle? Huh? You got to run your house too? You to see over this house? Well, that's a house that is definitely built on quicksand. Mm. You can like fool yourself if you want to. And I ain't saying to him, the man got to be... I ain't nobody talking about that. <laughs> I'm talking about playing your position. Just because you pay the bills don't mean you the boss. Because let me tell you something. A lot of people be like, well, he pays all the bills so he get to run the household. No. So, sis, that means if you paying the bill, you get to run him? No, that don't. Because you'd be mad if he tried to run you and he was paying the bills.
1: Right.
0: Oh. So it ain't all about you, Becky. Yep, that's what I had to say to her, whoever that was for.
1: Well, I'm here for it. I love it. I love you. (laughs) You know this. I love you more. And- I thank you for taking the time to be on "The Devil Is a Lie."
0: Of course, this is what real friends do—they show up for each other. That they do. You know what I'm saying? That was for somebody too. You know, like <laughs> because at the end of the day, people think they're so bigger—they so big or bigger than they britches. Like you can't, you know, give back or be there for your friends because it's not at the level that you think it's supposed to be at. But you got to show up for people to for people to show up for you. Right. You want to be supported. But not be supportive. Oh. OK, girl. Well, how long that's gonna work, right? Broken
1: Betty. It's time. Well, yeah. I think we have a, a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of takeaways. But yeah, no, like I'm super excited um, to kick off The Devil is a Lie. And Tamar, thank you so much for dropping all of those gems all throughout the show. Not just the, at the end. This is the first episode. Okay, I'm excited. I'm so not that much more
0: excited to show up for you. Oh my God, I'm so proud of you. I love you so much. You deserve it. You do, you do, you do. You do so much for everybody.
1: <laughs> thank you. <laughs> But yeah, so everybody tuned in. I uh, definitely want you to join us next week, same time, same place on the app. Download us, subscribe to us, and be sure to learn more on our website, AlivePodcastNetwork.com. And you can also follow us online on Instagram and all the other social media platforms at The Alive Podcast Network. Tay's show under construction is also going to be a part of the Live Podcast Network. So We look forward to seeing you there next week, every week, right here on The Devil is Alive. Be blessed, and we'll see you next time.
0: The Devil is Alive.